This may come as a shock to some of you, but I'm a bit of an Iowa Hawkeye fan. Uh, <laughs> I've got good reason. Played in the Hawkeye marching band, was fortunate enough there. Met my wife at the University of Iowa in the HMB, in the Hawkeye marching band. And from moment one, we dreamed of going to the Rose Bowl. That was the granddaddy of them all. That was the Rose Parade. That was all the prestige. And we would have loved to have gone there. But fate didn't smile on us that way. But just a few years ago, when uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes went on an amazing run in the year 2015, they went back to the Rose Bowl. And I remember calling up my uh, mom and dad, and we were planning on going to Florida. We'd been saving up some money, and uh, we were thinking about maybe diverting that to go to Pasadena, California, and see Iowa play in the Rose Bowl. My wife said, well, honey, don't you ought to think you ought to call your parents? They've been expecting us for several years. So I got on the phone, and I said, uh, Dad, I don't know how to break this to you, but we're thinking about not coming to Florida and going to the Rose Bowl. And he said, oh, that's okay. Your mom and I are going there. We'll see you there anyway. So it seems like half the state picked up, and we went out to California on that dream season uh, in January of 2016. And when we got there, they, we had told that the stadium was very difficult to get into and that you should be there very early uh, an, over an hour early to get through the security. So sure enough, when we arrived at uh, Ro the Rose Bowl Stadium, we went up to the main gate about an hour before kickoff, and they looked at our tickets and said, no, you're on gate F or something. You have to go to the other side of the stadium to get in. Everyone has to go that way. So that's no problem. So we started to walk around the stadium, and, uh, and then they said, no, you can't ne go next to the stadium for safety's sake. You have to go all the way out to the, to the golf course and walk around. I was like, okay. So we walked across this footbridge. We went down several holes on the golf course. Now we're miles away from the stadium, it seemed like, and just kept getting smaller and smaller. I'm like, we're getting further away. Finally, we turned a footbridge. It's now like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes to kick off. I'm starting to sweat that we're going to miss pregame. We're going to miss the game and all that stuff. We're going to miss the marching band. And uh, we come over this footbridge, and we're kind of jogging at this point, we're going to make it, we're going to make it. We come over this footbridge and into this valley, and I'm not kidding you, friends, there was probably 10,000 fans at a standstill, all waiting to get through this one little gate. There were two metal detectors, two metal detectors, for half the stadium trying to get in. And it was a classic, you know, you've seen at the metal detector at the airport where someone, uh, you know, they take their change out of their pockets, they go through, it goes red, they back up, they take something else out, it's red again, they back up. I'm watching all this from a half mile away, right? It takes 30 seconds for one person to get through, and there's 10,000 people there. <laughs> I'm like, how on earth is it going to be midnight before we all get in? And my wife's like, just calm down, calm down, we'll get in. I was like, I don't know, we're going to miss this whole thing. So finally then, they just, the security got smart. They had everyone put their hands over their heads, and we all just <laughs> dropped everything and rushed through the, the gates, and we're all failing it, but they, you know, made sure we, we, got, we got in. Sat down and got in before the kickoff. In today's gospel, uh, Jesus says, I am the gate, and I'm the only gate. The only way you can come in, you can't jump over the side of the walls. You have to come through me to have eternal life with our Father. And uh, it's a narrow way, and it's a, it's a challenging way. It's a, it's a difficult life to be a, to be a Christian, to be a Christ follower. And yet Jesus says these difficult words to us that, I am the way, like all those people pressing up against that gate in the Rose Bowl, there is only one way. To me, it almost seems a bit like um, what we've been going through with this pandemic and that we really have had to drop a lot of things in our lives, right? 
and think about what's really important in our lives. It's almost been kind of a, a funneling down to what really is essential. When we stop and think about it, what is really important to you, and that is your health, that we be smart and safe with worship, with crowds, with going out to the store, that we're wearing masks, that we're staying apart, that we're not gathering in large groups, because our health, not just your health, but the health of those who are around you is most important at this time. And also uh, our families. My gosh, how many of us have reconnected with our loved ones, our spouse? I know I have. Our children. Now we've got three kids in our house under the age of, of 13, and we're trying to homeschool them and failing miserably uh, and be working parents. I know you probably are two working parents. Hang in there. I know it's tough, but God is with us. But there's been something about this experience, about teaching our own children that the responsibility is on us. We're not farming it out to a school, to great school teachers, mind you, but it's on us. Our kids are the most important things in our lives right now, and they should be. It's helped us kind of reset our lives. And then our relationship with our God. My gosh, it's just heartening to see, even in this challenging time, how many of you are turning to faith, are, are wondering about your faith, or wondering about is there is if there is a higher power and if there is a higher power where is this higher power we need you god now more than ever please come in our lives be with us and yet we realize when we hear this story that god is with us all along jesus tells us that i am the good shepherd i am the gatekeeper i am the one standing on the other side of the gate calling you to be with me this is your god not some distant unknown god that you have to guess at but a very familiar god scripture says you know his voice he's calling to you he's speaking to you he's not a stranger you won't follow a stranger he is quite familiar he is a real human being. Jesus was a real historical figure. Jesus of Nazareth. He lived among us. He suffered like we do, even more so. Willing to lay down his life on the cross. So that, not that we won't have any more suffering, but that when we go through suffering, our real and very present God is with us. In Jesus Christ. He is with us every step of the way through the whole thing. More than that, we stand, friends, right at the gate, pressed up against it with all these other people. And Jesus is saying, come on in. There's time before kickoff. Come on in. <laughs> There's plenty of room in my kingdom. Come on in. Hey, I know what you've done. You in the back, I love you too. Come on in. Come on in. It's a familiar voice. It's a voice we know. And it's not an easy gate to get through, but it's worthwhile going through there. I think many of us are just called in this time of trial to just drop all the other stuff, all the busyness, right, of our lives. It's just, we've dropped it all. And we're called to run to the gate. You know, going all the way back to the Rose Bowl, we made it into the stadium just in time for kickoff. I got to see the Hawkeye marching band on that field and live vicariously through one of our own members, Allison Croffel, who was in the 
marching band at the time. And it wasn't exactly how I had expected it. I wasn't on the field. Our Hawkeyes got destroyed. <laughs> you know, but it didn't matter what the outcome of that football game was. Because I felt like I already had won. I was there. I made it through that gate. And the most important people in my life were with me. The human being that I love the most in this life, my wife Katie, was at my side. My parents were in the stadium. Some of my best friends and Hawkeye friends were there with me. And all my ancestors from all the ages were with me in spirit. And ah, it was green pastures. It was a good life. Friends, this is the life that Christ is calling us to when we walk through that gate. And it's not something we do tomorrow or next week or maybe when we die we'll go through that gate. No, it's something you're called to go through today. It's something you're called to go through today. And it's a beautiful life on the other side. It's challenging. It's not without its suffering. It's not without its sacrifices. But it's in a beautiful and abundant life. Maybe take this occasion during this pandemic to commit your life to Christ or recommit your life to Christ, to following Jesus, your living God, and whatever that means for you. It means, thing, means different things to all of us. But make no mistake, friends, this morning, God is calling you to trust in Him, to follow Him, and to live that abundant life with the Good Shepherd now and forever.